checking my facts and then per usual the planet does something to just wake me up like fuck your plans bitch yeah (laughs) how you guys doing today what's going on creator oh man just been sitting in the same chair all day editing videos i hear that man i've been shooting for eight hours straight as soon as we wrapped they were like want to go for it my ass is already in the (laughs) How you doing? Oh, right? I'm just here waiting to get myself back to work in a couple of. So you know, I'm just in. Don't want to go back to work mode. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. How you doing, stylist? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm already sipping my wine because, as we know, so much shit has been going on in the world but even more so this week and we are going to touch on that but before we do we just want to make sure y'all know who you're tuning into and what you're listening to and why you're listening to it you're tuning into cannabis and chardonnay i'm your host t joined by my friends we have outrageous thoughts and comments (laughs) and Say hello to the people. Tell them how they can find you, how they can hello, stay in contact with you. can find me on Facebook at Petty Politics. Or you can find me at OutrageousThoughtsAndComments.com. Or you can email me at Dorothy Wartley at PettyPolitics.com. Wonderful. We also have my boy Creative Bully in the house with me, Creative Say something to the people. Tell them how they can keep in touch. Hey, what's up, y'all? You can keep up, keep in touch with me at Creative Bully Media or at Creative Bully on Instagram, and you will have all the links you need. Amen. And then we also have Stylus in the in the building. Stylus, <laughs> speak to the people. Let oh. them know how they can see you. Well, you can visit me at www.2stylus.com. For sure, for sure. <laughs> Love it. And of course, you have me, your girl, New Day. She is New Day, aka Sin, because I'm just trying to get this shit right. Missing the mark. <laughs> but you can find me at sheisnewday.com. New Day spelled with the N U D A I. You can find Cannabis and Chardonnay on iTunes and the Apple Store. 
for Apple Podcast Store. You can also check us out here on anchor.fm, hashtag forward slash she is new day. So people, there's too much shit to get into, so let's just do it. Today we're going to talk about chicks selling their virginity for millions mm-hmm. of dollars. Also going to talk about where they learned that shit from. And then we're going to get into all the craziness that's been happening online with the Facebook live shooting. And then you have people at YouTube shooting people up and it's just all bad. So once we get over that, we're going to just ask why our police officers are running over 61 year old women when they clearly need to be at YouTube checking for disgruntled employees. Mm. All that said people let's get into it. Let's argue because I'm just a little bit pissed off. Quite frankly, I'm very pissed off, not just a little bit. And I don't know if it's because I didn't think about this shit first. Or I don't know if because our society has been degraded to this. But a young woman sold her virginity for $1.5 million. She explains why. And I quote, I'm selling my virginity because I want to travel the world and visit America and various other places. My future plans include starting a business. And this is just something that requires money. I, I feel like the bitch is resourceful. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> resourceful? Hey. Resourceful? She's, she's or, working smarter, or, not harder. Hey. <laughs> I'm just... Okay. We have to address this because when we were in high school, I don't know if you remember this, outrageous, but it was not cute to be doing it. No. It wasn't cute to be doing it. If you was the girl in school who was doing it and then doing it with multiple people, you got clowned for that. And nowadays, I wonder what those conversations look like at school. Like, you gave it up to him for free? Bitch, you should have optioned your shit off. I got a question. For 1.2 million, I ain't got to wear no condom. You're going to take a Listen, y'all did some fucking Hey, that's the chance she got to take. You Wait, take, so according to the arts with your life for if she's a amount. If she's a virgin and I'm paying 1.2 million, I ain't gotta wear no condom. Okay, I get it. Well, you know one did that. Like the, the person who purchased her, and we're gonna call it for what it is, they purchased her and it's a Hollywood celebrity actor. They're not like like they're not saying his name, but he's from Munich. Um, and he's a football player, not an actor. I'm sorry. It says, in the bidding were a Hollywood actor, a businessman from Munich, and a Manchester United footballer. And an American actor won Jasmine's virginity. Let's really deal with that. You got daughters. Outrageous. You got yes. nieces. This And creative. I know you got either sisters, nieces, cousins, something. And when you have daughters, let's really think about this. Virginity. Why, is, why was it ever important? And why has it become taboo to the point where people are now auctioning their shit off? Let's really dive into this. Silas, what you think? Well, uh, honestly, I think it was a good business booth. <laughs> I, I, that's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me continue. And like at the end of the day, like slavery still exists. People are still being sold around the world. So this is not new. However, you know, it's been swept under the rug because we have so much entertainment and gadgets keeping our attention in America. You know, so not to talk about the the human trafficking that goes on in L.A. Alone. I feel like and, and that's why I wanted to dig into this deeper, because I feel like this is the segue leading into sex trafficking, just like the strip club. They said back in the day was a segue into that. I think that this is dangerous. I'm sorry. I'm going to be yeah the person yeah. out there. This is dangerous for to have this mentality. Yes, it is dangerous for people to have this mentality and it's I've, I'll say this as a woman, me as a woman I'm a little think of it first but hey. I, 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 I am and, and because if it's that easy 
to do and if it's at that high of a demand but would it have been at that high of a demand for my little black girl I don't think well so. let's talk about the first girl who ever did it though she's not the first one Remember no the she's first not and she auctioned hers for way less than a million than the millions back then so I think these the mindset has evolved but since when did this become the business plan it's not the, <laughs> it's not the business plan and, and I don't think that it became the business plan but I think the window of opportunity opened for her and where she's from they don't have shit and this may have been the only option for her I think I I think is I mean I understand where you're coming from with it and I get your standpoint but I mean I really feel like at the end of the day she how old is she it doesn't 26 she's 26 okay and at 26 she's still a virgin yeah at 26 she's still a virgin so that means for all of the years that she was a teenager and all the the preteen years, all the years that she could have been giving her shit away and fucking this one and that one, or probably sold at the black market for nothing by by some. She, I, I just feel like she saw a window of opportunity and she took it, and it was a good one. And was it the best one? Probably for her. For everyone and should everyone do that and should it be the trend? No. What I want my daughters to grow up thinking I'm just going to stay a virgin so that I can sell my virginity for whatever it's worth at the time when it's going to be most valuable to me. No, I don't want them to think that. But as far as it goes for her and for this instance and whatever her circumstances are, the bitch is smart. She made a smart move. And I want to argue that because I don't think that this was her decision and or her choice. I personally don't think that she was that smart enough. Well, the whoever got the is, money was. And whoever, whoever I just think whoever... that is setting us back as women. I have I, I respect your opinion. I just have to disagree. Setting it's setting women, women back. back because so many women are out there fighting for like if they're fighting to just be acknowledged for the talent in and of itself. What this young lady is doing is is basically saying I can be bought and any price is okay. And that's what we're seeing with the Me Too movement. I guess that's where I'm really getting post-traumatic stress disorder because you have people who are in the industry with real talent or in life with real talent. Women going and putting in time, getting their degrees, going into debt. And yep, she may be a smart, strategic person in terms of how she's going to get hers off and get her capital. But at the same time, it's still a janky mentality. Her, her sentence, and I quote, is, I want, I'm selling my virginity because I want to travel the world and visit America and various other places. She specifically named America. And what is America based off of? Slavery, people coming and fucking working and giving their life, not even by choice, for something. And me, like I said, the post-traumatic stress disorder, I don't see this being any different than these actresses who are going to Harvey Weinstein's hotel in the middle of the night, and they're like, yo, they know something's going to pop off. They know, but they think, oh, well, I'm an actress. I need to be taken seriously. And what this young woman is doing is proving, like, listen, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what you got. Your vagina is going to be that key. And if you're smart enough to negotiate the highest price, that's going to be your key. And I just think it's dangerous. I'm not judging her because you're right. She may have. What's her, like, honestly, it's just an article. Me, when I read these articles, I take it lightly because we don't know her back history, nor do we know how the proposition happened. If, if Well, we do. It says right here in the article. She says, I saw, I saw out, I read in some newspaper that this is the world's most famous escort agency after i read i'm sorry i applied so she she said after i read in some newspapers that this was the world's most famous escort agency i applied not to be an escort but to sell my virginity so it sounds like a one-time thing you can only be a virgin once (laughs) yeah but yes you're right but what i'm saying is the proposition in the business deal and although it's saying she looked for an escort service what was she going through 
Did she have food on her table? She Did just she... told us what she was going to do. She said, I'm selling my virginity. That's not what Because I want to travel. That's well, I understand that, but I understand that. <laughs> so, I respect so, so it, so but I'm just saying. always going to be the back history behind why that person made that decision. And much like winning the lotto. That that's like a lottery pick right there. In twenty eighteen, because bitches is fucking everyone. I get it. But she's not even from America, she's from Brazil. So you still have to go out of the country to get pussy that ain't been touched. People are known to go to men are known businessmen at that are known to go to Brazil. And that's why we need to talk about the condom situation. Because (laughs) Brazil, no condoms. Um, oh, yeah, they fuck donkeys. Was... I think you should look that up. They, they have sex Actually, with a lot of there was an article that uh, just leaked. Uh, I saw it today on Twitter where it mentioned uh, them finding some kind of cure. I didn't read in detail, but uh, for the HIV epidemic in Brazil. <laughs> so that's funny that this... This article came out. Then I saw another article on how they're trying to minimize. However, it's still an article. At the end of the day, I think she took a ch- she made a choice. She took a chance, and she can pay for whatever debt she has. You don't even know if she has debt. We don't. You know even what? Know what? You're she, right. But you know the, I mean? the whole point of me bringing her up was because when I saw this, I instantly was reminded of a clip that Cardi B put out in January. And the no clip, comparison. I'm gonna play the clip. For the world to she hear made enough. a better deal than Wait, Cardi B. I know, but what I'm saying is why I said that this is dangerous because you have Cardi B saying shit like this. That's more dangerous. Can you actually. just let you bitches don't have a job? Alright, let's do this over. Cardi, let him know. What you think? 2018, if you bitches don't have a job, if you're not in school. Get to a fucking sugar daddy. And so, let's really go in. Cardi taught her. Remember back in the day, it was Weezy taught her. Easy taught her. Well, in January, Cardi B gave a commission. And now in March, I'm sorry, in April, we have a 26-year-old surrendering to that commission. I don't think that, that I don't I I don't think that that even stems from that. And yeah. I know that's not that. I'm just talking about the mentality once again. And yeah, Cardi and that's B, what I'm powerful saying. young woman. She could have said go to school, get your Yeah, education. but I don't think the Brazilian bitch decided to sell her virginity because she took a quote from Cardi. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying the mentality is dangerous. And it started in January with Cardi. The practice is dangerous. I think the practice of women using their sexuality to gain success. That's That's the bottom line. I know that. I'm just saying it's not cool. And I say it. I say it. Listen, I say it coming as a former prostitute, a well-paid prostitute. I have two abortions from it. I got two overdoses from drugs. Yes, dying. And giving my father phone calls from the police, like, Mr. Capra, is Tanisha Goldsmith your daughter? It's very real. I was one of those young ladies who was a talented person, had opportunity all my life, and did opportunity. But then when I got a taste of money and probability, I was that young woman who was the businesswoman negotiating. Yeah, and but what, what I'm things. saying what is, what, what, okay, I get... I get these and the broken heart. Shit. Yeah, but I, I get all of that, but you these oh my gosh what I think is that the two are not one and the same and they don't go together what somebody's promoting and what somebody decides to do are two different things and I, I'm I might be playing the devil's advocate I might be playing here but I don't believe that and and I say this because myself, I don't think that what somebody else does, if America's being ran by a bandwagon right now, if that's the case, then we'd all be fucking rich. And we're not. So America is not. And everybody is not thinking that way because if there was, you would see thousands of young girls selling their virginity. We're not going to see that. It's not going to be. Uh, it's it's not going to become an epidemic where bitches are selling their virginity because it, it's not even. 
it, it's it's not fresh. Like nobody even thinks that that is fresh. It it's not going to be exactly. something that's that started and continuing mm. to go on because of somebody else is being a role model of selling their virginity. Nobody's even a fucking virgin that long. Exactly. I can't agree with that. But like I said, my points were, I think that it's a bad mentality, whether it's correlated or not correlated. I think that we, if we're women in powerful positions, I think I would have liked to see them use their power in a more effective way. Would... If you've been crying, quiet, what you think? Um, I think it's better, man. Like, there's girls that get on tour buses every day just to say they slept with a celebrity for free. So, I just think this is a one-off, and it was, and it's controlled. And I agree. Like, I don't think it's going to be a trend or anything. And she made a power play, and it was a whack power play, but shit. Would you have, I, if, if I had been given, listen, if somebody would believe a bitch right now when I could replace my hymen, I need 1.5 million. Well, I guess if I look at myself at 19 when I was making bad choices like that, prostituting and, and getting into stupid shit, I was negotiating 20s of thousands of dollars. So at that time, I was doing a lot of my, my negotiations, you know, quietly. I was not saying, hey, guess what? I'm stripping and I'm selling drugs or, Hey, guess what? I'm doing this. I'm doing that. That spell of my life lasted all of about eight months before I just was completely deteriorated. And I wish that I had someone that just pulled me aside to let me know that money was not going to solve everything. That even if this was a power play, that those choices and decisions of things that I did, that they would come back to haunt me. And we live in the day of the internet and she may feel empowered right now, but I wonder what that conversation is going to look like in 10 to 15 years from now. You know, I like could imagine exactly. her conversation 10 to 15 years from now. She but waited to be... She, I hope she does what she says. I hope... Well, she she let us know, listen, I'm about to travel. I'm going to enjoy this shit. And, and she, she also said she wanted to start a business. She also said exactly. that just she said, wanted she to she go to school. She said, a, she said a lot of things. But I'm, I'm going to say this. For a 26-year-old Brazilian bitch, I feel <laughs> like... <laughs> For a 26-year-old Brazilian bitch, I feel like she did something uh, nobody that nobody else was going to do in Brazil. And bitches in Brazil, Please. she did more than look for a butt lift. I mean, she didn't sell her virginity for a fucking butt lift <laughs> yeah, or a fucking have a tummy right. tuck. That's and the thing. bitch, I hope... Down, so you're right. No, you're and I hope, I just hope that I mean, how many 26-year-old... And I keep saying Brazilian bitches because as you understand, they, they, they're coming from absolutely nothing over there. I can't And probably understand. from where she was at. So to be where she is right now, to still be 26 and to be Brazilian and have her virginity and even have the option to put it up for sale, I would imagine and I would pray that she really is going to do that. Maybe at 26, she really saved her virginity all that time and an opportunity came for her to do something. And I hope she's taking an opportunity to do something great because, I mean, it's not like she sold her virginity to keep fucking this person because nobody wants to fuck a virgin more than once, I would imagine, because she's only a virgin at once. Mm-hmm. So she, she got some money out of it and I hope that she does something great with her life from that and when she goes back to make Brazil great again I think no I just think I think it would be I think the story when she tells it 15 (laughs) years from now is going to go as follows if she does what she should do with the money listen I waited until I was 26 years old to have sex Mm -hmm. I sold my virginity and now I have all of this and I hope the bitch is because she's only getting $1.5 million. And if you build an empire from that, then you're bright. And if you don't, then you're just another stupid Brazilian bitch. <laughs> well, let's just, she does, let's just say she does build the empire like Cardi B has. I have a love. That bitch have, does not have an empire. She's a nice. No, no, no. Cardi B, the Cardi B doesn't have one yet. No. But what she did do, I, I once heard an interview from her, a real one, where she was really like, having a conversation without all of the extra voices coming out. And she said, you know what? I was 
really contemplating leaving the strip game, I had saved up about 80,000 cash. And I told myself I'm about to either A, start a salon or B, pursue my dream to do music. And she said, I decided to do my music and I used all my money and I paid for the producers and I paid for the airtime and I did the work. And now she's getting the success. And I, I, I respect her bravely because I'm like, you know what? You invested in yourself real deal, like wholeheartedly. You, you, you really invested in yourself. And you made it turn into gold. And I can respect that. But what I get agitated at is when she opens her mouth sometimes. And I'm like, there's so many ways you can rear these girls in a good way. But nobody should be anybody's role model but parents. You know what I'm saying? And that leads me to my next uh, segment. Parents. What the fuck are you teaching your children? Because you're obviously not teaching them about privacy, safety, dignity. There's no such thing as privacy. Because you have people, 25-year-old women, Cassandra Nicole, okay, going on Facebook Live, making a threat on camera, taking a gun on camera, shooting it. Someone says, I'm nervous laughing and then shooting him in the head within 15 seconds later listen I hope that they locked that little bitch up and the little faggot bitch that was in the back seat with her because I feel like that play was all his I watched his movements I watched everything that he did from the time they got in the car from the time they started looking at the live I, I paid attention because when I first saw it, I didn't know how new it was or how old it was. When I saw it yesterday, I thought it was just something that may have been up or I watched it over and over. First of all, the hurt, I, I couldn't believe it. And then to see that it was yeah. really alive. They, and they said that it was an accident. No, the fuck it wasn't. It was not an accident. Mm. She meant to shoot him. Mm. You know how I know she meant to shoot him? I'm in the street. I live in the street every single day. I used to be a part of the street. And I'm telling you right now, when somebody says that they're uncomfortable or they're nervous around a fire, don't fucking play with them. And she was exactly she was raising that gun to him and talking shit to him. The whole that was the plan from the beginning because when the gun was put down in that rest, she picked it up. When she picked it up and he said, You making me nervous, wherever you from, and that bitch said Say something, bitch. I knew she yep. was gonna kill him, and I knew not that. Only that. I'm sorry. Not only that, but the report says that that video wasn't even a live video. It says the dude in the back seat was the one who was recording it and uploaded it into fucking Facebook Live. So it was all premeditated. That's what people aren't paying attention. I read five reports, and ABC, Huffington Post, um, Daily Mail. They all report, plus the other two sources, they all have reported that this footage was submitted and uploaded by the dude in the freaking back. Yeah, well, it was his lie. It was his foot. It was his Facebook page. All of it. It was it was it was his live stream from the beginning. And then he, Mm. he was putting it on to say he didn't know that it was recording. But. He he was putting it on to say he didn't know that it was recording, but he did. They were talking to people. People were talking to them during the live, and he was talking to them. So that's how he even got her. They weren't talking about anyone in particular. Conversation. He asked somebody where they were. They said they were going to come and meet them. They didn't come and meet them. So he said, why you lying? and said, you're going to be pulling up. Then oh, the wow. bitch said, oh, and this is what we do. Let me show you what we do with lying assholes. She picked that gun up and pulled it on that man. Wow. So, and then I I, I read that they all were Facebook friends, but he mm. didn't know her personally. She had a personal issue with him to begin with, wow. and so did the one in the back. But I don't think they were the same issue, but what I can tell you from me looking at them and me watching the play from ever being in the street at all, they were going to kill him from the beginning. Let's talk about how you shouldn't get in car with people you don't really know like that, even if people, like, am I the only person who gets offended where if I invite somebody someplace, they show up with someone and didn't even mention it? Or I don't like that. I leave. Me, I hate that. Or if, if, if I invite you to my house, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? For whatever reason, and you have somebody in the car, and I'm just kind of like, why this person knows the path to how to get to my house? But 
I don't know if that means I'm old school or just paranoid. What do y'all think about that? Like, could this situation have been prevented? Did he have a gut check before he got in the car? Like, the moment there's two firearms exposed, isn't that the cue to leave? Like, let's talk about this. Well, it should have been the cue to leave for him because they mm-hmm. weren't friends. He and the guy in the back already were having some kind of a feud. So he shouldn't have been with him in the first place. I mean, the way that it looked, they were all, they all into that kind of life. So they all should have knew better in the first place going in. Now, me personally, I would have never even been sitting in the front. Whose fucking car was that? And nobody that doesn't like me can sit behind me in the first fucking place. So Exactly. (laughs) Or someone I don't know. I mean, because he looked real comfortable with her in the passenger seat, but exactly he didn't know that girl and that was the whole move exactly because that was the whole move it even looked like he told her to do it like just if you i don't i can't watch it anymore just i cried i watched it i cried every me too every publication that I read had a 30 second clip. It was CNN that I saw the full 120 seconds that they exposed and everybody was laughing and giggling and seemed cool and so that's why I, I didn't understand what was going on and then out of nowhere it was like a boom. There was no laughing and joking. Her statements were very direct. Listen, they premeditated that. The way they got out of the car was crazy to me. She shot him. She didn't, oh shit I shot him. She shot him on purpose. Yeah. There was no reaction to indicate that that was an accident. Like, oh God, I can't what happened. Are you okay? Call nine one one. No screaming. If you, 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 when she got out of the car, when they got out of the car, she said, "Oh my God!" She said the boy's name. They walked. You know, usually you would be running, begging, screaming for help. There was none of that going on. She walked mm-hmm. to the back of the car to uh, talk to him. So this is rhetorical. What's rhetorical? What was their nationality? They were African American. They were black. American. Oh, that hurts. What hurts? Because it's the common story that you see on social media and on articles right now. What's with the the? I, I see a. I I just see a pattern. That's all I see. It is the is pattern. That... It's the same pattern that has little white kids shooting up schools. It's the same they... pattern that has uh, little Hispanic kids fucking shooting up villages. It's the. It, it is a pattern. It is a creative. Quiet. Oh y'all, y- y- y'all going in? I I ain't trying to interrupt. It, it it is a pattern. I agree, and I'm glad that we all seem to agree on the same notion because, at the end of the day, we are constantly uh, uh, projected on TV as a race and ethnicity, as imbeciles mm. is people who don't know what's really going on in the world although we can sell ourselves to the world for a small check so i'm just looking at the the scope and saying i've seen this before it's just a different version of black on black i grew up in la you know so so i so i understand like we came from that gangster era because of the what do you uh, uh, um, uh, Black Panthers and the people who stood up for us? That's where our gangster comes from. This isn't even about gangster. This is just about a human being making bad decisions and not caring about how they come off in society. So at that point. Do we put rules on ourselves? Should we start reevaluating things? It's so right now they got us. Look, whose system is that? When you watch the tape, you see who, who's the ethnicity as far as cops. But there was no cops in this video. I want you to see the system, white cops. Though. White cops, of course. Yes, there it's are a the lot bait. of Caucasian it's, white it's cops. Going and it's white cops that ruled this as an accident. Knowing full well that was premeditated. Um, if he died, I don't even know if the man are... died. I, I don't. Uh, it was okay earlier. Say he's 
he's brain dead on life support, which means if you're brain dead, you have no yeah, he's activity. Not gonna your body's just about to harvest your organs. His dad said he was talking. Wow, I hope so. I praise I praise God if he's talking. That's amazing because I hope I hope this man lives through this situation because there's a lesson and a message here. And I'm just what's, what's the message? The message is be cautious. Be cautious. Be of cautious what? of everything. I think that that's the problem. We're all distracted about. I'm sorry, we're distracted by a lot of things, but social media tends to grab our attention a lot, and we tend to think people are our friends are our friends just because we know them through five fucking mutual friends on Facebook. And that's you not know real what? Friends. And I don't think that he thought that they would kill him while they were live on Facebook. Exactly. But he Facebook. said he was nervous. He said she was making him nervous. And he told her to put the gun down. Anyone would be nervous around a gun. No, not necessarily. I'm nervous around a gun around a person I don't know and a person who's mishandling a gun and treating it so carelessly. So you walk into a, you, you're invited to a party. You go into the party and then you see a gun on the table. How do you react? I leave. That's what I'm saying is that everyone is nervous at first like, like, without knowing, like, if we both go into a store, buy a gun, then we can't be nervous because we both know about the gun. But when you, you when you bring the gun into the situation and then a person when doesn't nobody understand. knows that it's there. Yes, you it, automatically become nervous. But they went into that situation. He wasn't uncomfortable until he felt like he was in danger. Mm-hmm. So he was cool with it all. When they got in mm-hmm. the car, but he wasn't mm-hmm. cool with it. See, he the the issue with this is the whole fucking ordeal did not go as planned. The person who he yeah. thought was gonna hurt him didn't. Mm-hmm. The person who Cap- he never thought would did. He wasn't thinking about that girl hurting him. So when she got in and she was that aggressive, that's what made him nervous. When the other person wasn't aggressive that that he had the initial issue with, that is what made him calm. So he was he was he was lured into that situation. And why did she feel the need to be aggressive? She's probably because she was told to. I need you to do this. Yep. He was like, yo, this is what we're going to do. Bam, period. She went there with those intentions. Even saying they need to see all of our faces. They need But I don't think that they thought it was actually recording. The way her movements were, too, I don't think she realized she was on camera, though. She didn't think he was actually... You know, at the beginning of the live... I don't think she realized her face was as visible as it was. I think she really thought it was just her hands that was shown. No, because they were putting their faces in the camera. But I don't think that... You know how you can see the live and it's not recording? Maybe I hope she didn't. Maybe I'm just trying to give this stupid bitch the most benefit of the doubt. She did some stupid... I think it was an accident. It wasn't. It wasn't an accident. Yes, tell me that perspective. I want to know the accident perspective. Real shit. I do want to know. Because I almost been shot twice. Like, two bullets right whizzed by my head. I felt one of them go through my hair and it was just one of them was my roommate in the military he had a gun he had brought it out he was like cleaning it and stuff and then he started flipping it and it went off right next to me into the wall and the second one my uncle was in his room and he said he was cleaning his gun and like checking him out looking going through his guns and it shot through the wall and like I know I, I've seen a lot of like there's been a, like I watch a lot of lives and there'd be dudes with guns and stuff and they'd be pointing them at each other and playing and it ain't loaded see and they pointed at them and click like I've seen people do that a lot and creative when creative let me ask you when did you start seeing people do that well I grew up my uncle was like crazy so I mean hella I mean like publicized on social media oh um it was like a let me see, probably around when Facebook Live first started, I don't know what the date or whatever, but about, let's say, three months after that, there's been people dying on live, like, constantly. 
So there's like yeah, a bunch of people. Always... There's a bunch of people doing like podcasts and hip hop shows and stuff, and they all be having guns and playing around. And I look just you like... you know what? As as a former gang member, um, gonna tell you this. That was a whole play, and it wasn't an accident. And just the movements, the way it all happened, it was premeditated. It was supposed to happen. The only thing that they didn't anticipate was him living. I don't, I don't yep. see that at all. And these, and I'm gonna tell you how how I know this, and how I can feel it. These days, in this day and age, okay, me being a former gang member, I never wanted anyone to know that that's what I was into and that's what I was doing because I'm afraid to go to jail. But nowadays, it's glorified to be a gangster. It's glorified to be a gangbanger. It's glorified to be fucking stupid. Doing wasn't anything past the norm. That's what these kids do today because that's what they were, kids. They were all in their mid to early 20s. And that's what they do. They glorify the streets. They glorify guns. They don't realize until it's happening to them that this shit that they're doing can send them to jail and no it was not an accident had it been an accident mm-hmm. when the boy said you're making me nervous where you from where you say you from again see he was nervous yeah. because at yeah. that point he realized he didn't know that bitch and that yeah. was the end of his life right there you making me nervous where you say you was from yeah. again at that point he realized they was from two different places and he might have did something to that bitch mm. Well, when when and when I go through when I go trigger, through every article, dude said he knew there no was a clip in a gun. You only know that there's no bullet in a you know you only do not know if there's no bullet in a gun if it's a revolver. That's the only time you can make a mistake like that. When you have an automatic weapon and there's a clip, you can see when the clip is in. You can see when the clip is out. I played with plenty of guns in my day, and all I'm telling you. From the behaviors and from the actions, they meant to do it. They went there to do it. You have to, I don't want to tell you to continue to watch it because it's horrifying. But yeah. they went there to do it. They meant to do it. The, the, yeah. She was there first. He got into the back seat. Bam, here we go. The whole, everything he did from him looking around to see who else was there. All of that. He, they went there to kill him. Exactly. He did. didn't expect. He told her to go ahead and do it. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't believe it was. I don't. I think it was an accident. Well, God willing, it proves itself to be without a reasonable doubt, and there's evidence in that this is an experience for this young woman to never play with guns, and maybe parents will start teaching their children not to play with guns. But I don't really think that this that gun bitch episode... wasn't playing with a gun. That bitch was doing what she normally does. She's in the fucking yeah. street. She yep. wasn't playing with a gun. They weren't being irresponsible. They knew exactly yep. what they was doing. If she cocked that shit. She put her finger right around the trigger from the gate. Cocked. He was stopping her from the very beginning. He was stopping her with everything she was doing. So she went in there from the very beginning. Let me show you what we do. They weren't even talking yep. about that. Yep. If they were yep. just playing with guns and showing guns on Facebook, then that's what they would have done. But from the very beginning, she was aggressive. And she was already on one. Did you hear her? Oh, yeah, lying assholes. Let me show you. Let me... Outrageous. Yeah. You think it was a setup? I do. I hear you. Creative thinks it was an accident. Yeah, who who sits in cars with people they don't... And they, not, they got beef with? Ain't nobody doing that. That's why you know it was a setup. Because they had beef. They did have beef. They were friends, but they had an altercation the day before. And you know something? I read that after looking at it saying they set him up. Yeah. It just looks too, like you said earlier, premeditated. It's very premeditated. He's, when he said, come on, you have friends. That's just me, you, all four of us are in a room together, right? And I'm playing mm-hmm. with a gun. And you say to me, stylist, I'm uncomfortable, outrageous. Please put that down. And I say, okay, I, I don't want to make you uncomfortable. But at the point where I say, I don't give a fuck if I'm making you uncomfortable, say something, bitch. And before you mm. get a word out, you're shot. I meant to do that. Mm. Yeah. And why, the, well, I didn't and give a fuck about you being station? uncomfortable. Why are they sitting in front of a gas station? If you're going to kill somebody, you'd be somewhere in a park. And you know there's cameras. You no, know. you won't. 
because you, we don't know the circumstances of how they maybe couldn't have gotten him anyplace else. So you think they so don't, they that's just like people see you, you, you think people went and shoot you in front of the police, but that you, you never know the circumstance. Yeah, you never know the circumstances of a person's situation because this, like if I see a, somebody right mm-hmm. now coming after me, I don't give a fuck who's there, if it's me or them, I'm gonna have to do what I have to do. Mm-hmm. And I don't care who's watching the fire department or the police station. So if they they don't know what kind of, I don't if I especially if I don't know what kind of person this is if it's me or them and if I see them again it could be my life they didn't know what it was with him and I I watched a lot of things about him before I gave any opinion about him and he was talking a lot of shit and he was living that life he was a drug dealer he was in the street he was doing that and he may have been somebody that they felt like if we don't do something to him now we won't get a chance to do it again and. This is the place we got to fucking do it. It all sounds to me like gangsters. Come on. We 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 were more intelligent at a place in life. Uh, and that can continue. We just have to remember our roots and history and not fall short of uh, the small dopamines that we get every day from just acting out. But can I address that? People are cowards. Exactly. That's what I want to address. I don't think that this dr- this this gun, I'm sorry, not drugs, this gun epidemic is going anywhere because we have people who are just losing their mind. Did y'all know that today the YouTube headquarters got shot up? A woman shot three people at the YouTube headquarters in Northern California. At what? And then she was at what? And then, and then she took her own life. So people scrambled out the patio um, they got out, the, out of the cafe on the YouTube campus, and a fourth person was hurt, injuring her ankle. So the San Bruno police, the chief, he said that the dead woman was found at the scene, and she appeared to have killed herself with a handgun. But the, uh, uh, the investigation is just beginning. So we know very well, very little right now, he says. Uh, we know very little and probably won't know more until tomorrow morning. The shooter is believed to have uh, known at least one of the people that she killed, and two law enforcement officials, you know, have kind of confirmed this. Um, a spokesperson for Zuckerberg San Francisco General Hospital Level 1 Trauma Center said that they received three patients. One was 36, one was 32, and one was 27. The 36-year-old man was in critical condition. The 32-year-old woman was in serious condition. And a 27-year-old woman was in fair condition. Uh, the doctor said that the three patients were all conscious and none had yet gone into surgery. And now they're just asking how the patients reacted and they pretty much everyone's shocked and they don't have any other details about this, but this is a female shooter. They're not giving out any other information. She goes to work and shoots people up. What the fuck? Is this the first woman that ran in somewhere and yes, shot places? From what they've reported. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. What is this preparing us for? They want our guns. Because this whole year... Take people's guns because gun. they need to take your right to bear arm because I That's told what I'm saying. everybody they want this guns. already. They're exactly. preparing to fucking start slavery over and they don't want you to be able to protect yourself when they send them to your door. Exactly. And that's a problem. But let's just talk about why people are feeling like, you know what, I'm so angry at you that I got to take your life completely. Because that's what the first gun story was really about. Like, for whatever reason. Well, that's because they're being taught not to respect life. Exactly. But, like, what makes a person just finally snap to where they're like, yo, fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you. Who's next? And to feel so desensitized about it. And even that they. They now have lost their complete freedom. And this particular woman took her life. She was like, I'm going to do what I need to do and I'm taking these other people's lives too. And that's kind of scary. Like, you can't even go to work anymore without worrying about somebody going crazy. But this particular woman didn't shoot up everybody. She shot up three very specific people. Let's talk about this. How many people do you not like at your job? And how many people do you care whether or not you offend them to such a point that they're going to come to work and retaliate in a, a fatal way? 
I ain't never disliked somebody like that. I know that, but I'm saying, have you ever offended someone to the point where they're like, I'm coming to shoot you up and everybody else? No. That's good. I haven't either. I'm nice to everyone. Has <laughs> <laughs> and... talked about why Zuckerberg had a spokesman speak and he didn't speak? Because it's the hospital's named after him because he donated a substantial amount and they renamed the hospital after Dang. him. Dang. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that he's going to be making decisions on these The Zucker, it says a spokesman. It says it says a spokesman for Zuckerberg San Francisco General Hospital, meaning a spokesperson for the hospital spoke. They're just titling the name of the hospital. They're not even giving you the name of the person who spoke. <laughs> they put Zuckerberg. Because they're letting you know that the person who spoke is not even that relevant. Oh shit! That's what's the PR too, trick. I guess. <laughs> um, my inner PR is coming out. My former PR career is coming out. But no, I really think that this epidemic with the the guns is gonna get wor- worse. But I think it's because it's propaganda. Or can we speak positivity into existence and say, "Hey, we have control. We have knowledge. We understand that right now, the television." is saying all that they're saying and we all know most people say oh i don't watch news because it's too negative mm-hmm. you know and you have to choose which huh? but now we have social media being flooded by these news sources so we're still being fed negative images and then everybody else on social media is giving all their negative fucking statements about shit all day so you got a whole pool of negativity because the truth is people are miserable and they're angry to the fact where they're like, I'm so fed up that I'm going to go to work and I'm going to shoot everybody the fuck up. I wish a nigga would. You know that saying, I wish a motherfucker would? People are taking that literally. I wish you would. I'll kill you. Not everyone. Well, not everyone. I not know everyone. not everyone literally, but I'm just saying, we live in a time right now where you know, you're rolling the dice every day. You're rolling the dice. I've never seen any black people go to work and shoot shit up. You never actually. Um, we rare. can't say that because the last it's two, the last rare. two, it's rare. Yes, I'll say it's rare. Yes, let's stay with that because last two years we had some serious sniper situations with some police officers that went a wall. No, no, no. And I said white people. I said black people don't go shoot up work. I know we had a sniper. They go shoot up the work. The black dude snipered the whole the police department. What was his motive? <laughs> he wanted to kill his officers. His op. I'm sorry. His uh, why. Because of the things that they had exposed him to and things he saw. What did he see? How fucked up America is. He was an army veteran. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And they were police. Yeah. Hey, I want to put this on the record right now. If the, if the government ever decides to uh, like take us over with weapons or if we don't have weapons, I'm on their side mm-hmm. because... It, they could send 15 Navy SEALs in here to wipe out half America alone. Yeah. Well, you did serve. Yeah, so i seen some stuff that... However, that would be genocide, right? I'm saying, though, like, people talking about they're stacking, stocking up guns in case the government try to take over. Man, them guns ain't gonna do nothing. Well, I'm not one of those people. I don't own a gun. I don't have a license for a gun. I've never handled a gun. And... But I do believe that we have we have the right to bear arms and defend ourselves. I believe in that right and that freedom. And I think it's wrong if the government or anyone else manipulates the people by causing rituals and, and making people energetically go crazy to where they're snapping and feeling like the gun and shooting somebody up is the answer. And then we have a prison system that's over flooded. That's also a private business, but it's one of the biggest things that our tax dollars pay for. You know what I mean? So I just see game. I guess game recognize game always. And the one thing I'm tired of is people being closed-minded to ritual seasons. And ritual seasons beget sacrifices that propel the country into the control that they desire. You know? And So do you think that's why she went and shot up her job? I think she went and shot up her job because she realized that. Because you know, you know, one thing that YouTube is really big for that it started for was the truther movements, where these independent thinkers 
they were able to create content, some stupid, some tutorials, but there were a lot of truthers that for the first time in a long time, they got an opportunity to reach their audience in a very big and simple way, and they were being paid for it through monetization. And then in the past four years, Utah, YouTube has been like they've been suspending a lot of accounts and they've been suspending monetization, you know, but there's things like Patreon that come out for creative people who want to, you know, get support from the people that listen to them or watch their content. But YouTube has been policing people for a while. Um, I personally know from the, the backhand side because I've produced a lot of YouTubers and a lot of successful YouTubers who I've seen transition out of those channels. That's the one thing. Let me part let me just give some nuggets to any entrepreneurs that may be listening to us. You can very well build your own business. The key is direct to consumer relationship. Direct to consumer relationship is basically nurturing and cultivating your audience and allowing them to contribute to your creative process to the point where they will monetize it. They'll pay you and sustain you to do what you love as long as they find what you're doing to be valuable to them. And so all that being said, you're collecting emails, maybe addresses and phone numbers, and you're able to market directly to your audience through that relationship. And so if you're providing valuable content to your audience, they will support you financially. And so what YouTube used to do back in the day when it first started, it provided that opportunity to original content creators, but it took it away. And then you started to have like all these different controversial uh, content coming out on YouTube that challenged news. And then that's where we got the fake news epidemic. So there's a war going on that we are aware of, but nobody is attentive to it because they think it's just as simple as, Oh, it's social media. People are just posting. But then meanwhile, Facebook's getting busted for collecting data and selling it to third parties. And they have all of these little minute terms that people aren't familiar with that are loopholes within their contracts. And people can't do anything. But you, they wouldn't dare delete their fucking account. <laughs> You see what I'm saying? Non-disclosure. Not, so, so, so the reason why someone goes to work at YouTube and shoots people up is because they know how they're pooling our data. They fucking are Edward Snowdening it. But Edward Snowden was smart. He didn't fucking blow up people with bombs. He blew up the government with information using journalists. And then he fucking had journalists smuggle him out of the country to Russia, where he lives alive freely and still advocates on behalf of our privacy, letting us know what the NSA is, Hold on, I'm finished, I'm go. what the NSA is saying about us. So that's why a woman gets fed the fuck up and goes into the office and shoots motherfuckers who may have a decision that allows a 17 or 16 or maybe a 26 year old YouTuber who goes on and goes into a fucking suicide jungle and films it and gets fucking 26 million views. And this bitch can barely afford organic food and can barely afford to raise her kid, and she's divorced and going through shit, and can barely afford medical insurance, and her car is beat down. So she fucking snapped, and she went to work, and she shot motherfuckers up. And she said, I don't care. This world is not worth it. Taking myself out. Because I'm not going to jail. Did she have to shoot people up? No, she shouldn't have. But she felt she had to, which is fucked up. Did she feel she had to? Yes, that's why she did. It's a little bit of both, I think. What do y'all think? I don't know why she went to work because they said that they had limited information. I don't know why she went to work and shot the place up, but she... It wasn't like most random shit where they just went and picked whoever they saw first. She knew who she shot. So they had to do something to piss her off. And I just, I don't understand the logic behind that. I've always wondered what makes these people just do that. Even there was a a stab in the other day, you know, just like that nightclub, the gay club that got shot up. Yeah. Um, Yep. Even Vegas, too. When we first moved here, we moved here a day before the massacre. We were staying in an Airbnb less than three miles from where shit got shot up. 
the host of our Airbnb invited us out that night. We were like, we're tired. Nah, we're going to go move into our place the next day. We just needed a spot to crash. We cool. We, we wake up the next morning to text messages of people asking us if we're okay. And we're like, mm, we're fine. What's, you know what's going on? We look at our phones and we see three miles away from where we were, things were fucking shot up. Then we go downstairs and our hosts start telling us that they were there and they had to evacuate because the shooting started. Mm. So we could have been there because I was low-key itching. I was like, ooh, it's nice. We just made it here. Let's go out there. Cool. And, you know, hubby was like, mm, nah, we just drove, you know, seven hours and went through a lot. And uh, I think we need to just shut it down for the night. And that's what we did. And it's just, it's crazy. No one knows why people go and do these things. But should we live our lives in fear? Going outside, you know, should you know we it's, look you know how people right, and you know how when you go in the airport and you see somebody that looks off, you get nervous. You, people mm-hmm. see an Indian or a, I get a, that. Just down I the street get that when I see white people, like huh? even at work when I see white mm-hmm. people, I get nervous too. I'm sorry, I get God, really nervous around white people because you never I get know. Nervous around white people too what kind of mood they're going to be in. You never know what their reaction is going to be. They don't have no more reactions. You know you know what's going to happen. You piss a black bitch off. She's cussing you the fuck out. You don't know what happens. You piss a white bitch off. You don't know if she's going to put a pipe bomb under your car. You don't know. It's just different. You don't know if they're going to write a letter and fucking ruin your whole year. Hey, I'm the girl who writes a letter. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm the I will write a letter, but I don't want to be, you know, how how they do in the workplace. Everything is so sketchy when when there's a bunch of white people involved. There's a bunch of sucker shit going on. You want to know something? Everybody's so passive aggressive and nobody wants to bring anything to the table out up front. I want to share something. I I was on set today all day, literally. We were shooting for a product that I can't talk about, but it's a product that's being released new on the market for a very, very, very important company that's major. And so we're on set all day, like literally. I get in, boom, nine o'clock, feet running from going over the shot list to setting up the locations to actually, before I even did that, I had to schmooze with the, uh, the DP slash cinematographer. And then from there, I knew I was the person who created the whole vision, the ideas, only to give the VP the credit of her just reiterating my ideas. I'm like, okay, fine, I'll give you the credit because I don't even care about this shit. But these are my ideas, but okay, we're going to execute them, right? For weeks, this person had me preparing, preparing, doing shot lists after shot lists, storyboards after storyboards. I'm presenting all of this stuff. Finally, it's all being put into actuality. The whole time we're filming our stuff, how many jokes you think I heard about black people or ethnic people because I'm high yellow as fuck but my mom is a black woman my grandmother is a black woman but I also have a, a, a grandmother that is Greek and Swedish she's Caucasian you know what I'm saying I have equally the same blood inside my body and so I, I'm very fair skinned so I get to hear the fucking ignorant ass conversations that go on behind the scenes and let's just say I can understand sometimes why a person could just feel like yo this world is fucked up like how are you people able to make decisions and and fucking influence people Mm. that's wild it's just interesting and I look at my life sometimes I'm like wow god you allow me to see this this stuff and I guess that's why we have cannabis and chardonnay is because I'm very in tune with the world and I'm very in tune with my spirit and I'm very in tune with what I see in others and what I learn from them. And at the end of the day, the one thing that I realize is we can't change what we can't control. And what we can control is how we react to this world. And so I choose to roll one up, pour me a glass, 
and just be lighthearted just a little bit about some things, but also take time to pay attention and and make sure that I still check in with my own personal value and morals, you know, just to see if I'm swayed by the masses or not, because that's all they're trying to do is they're trying to build people that they can control. So people, thanks for tuning in with us. Join us every Wednesday. (laughs) Join us every Wednesday. It's your girl. She is New Day. You can reach us all and meet all this show here, Cannabis and Chardonnay, at sheisnewday.com, newdaynudai.com. You can also find Cannabis and Chardonnay on iTunes. And then I'd like to once again introduce you to my amazing host. We have Outrageous Thoughts and Questions. Hey. Where can they reach you? You got to let the people know so they know how to find you. I was like breaking up for a second. You can reach me at outrageousdotsandquestions.com or Petty Politics on Facebook. Yeah, yo. And then we have my boy Creative Bully Media in the building. Yeah. Hey, y'all can reach me at Creative Bully. Hit me up on Instagram and send me a message. And, um, you know what I'm saying, get my address if you want to send me gifts. And then we also have the amazing original stylist. Stylist, let the people know how they can find you. Well, you can find me at T-O-S-T-Y-L-I-S. That's two stylists, like writing a letter, not the stylist you write with, more stylistic, like the fashion. You know what I mean? (laughs) Two stylists. And you can find me everywhere on Google. (laughs) Well, you heard it, people. Cannabis Chardonnay every Wednesday. Share, like, comment, and even join in the conversation. Um, If we get enough demand, we'll go live. So let us know. Remember to join us every Wednesday. Roll up your favorite strand. Pour a glass of Chardonnay. Keep it light and simple. See you next week. Bye, everyone. Peace, peace, peace. Peace.